Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
ladies and gentlemen, shall we receive the International Impact Choir with a clap offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He's calling is you. He's calling you. Tell me what are you going to do for your time has come for a life brand new. He is calling you. He is calling
Hallelujah. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for them one more time? Amen. You know, there's a scripture that I like very much. It says that the Lord our God in the midst of us is mighty. Amen. Is mighty to save. We have people in our midst who God has saved mightily. And this morning they are coming to testify of God's saving power. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord's deliverances, the Lord's miracles, His healings, they are numerous. And if you are one of them that the Lord has done amazing things for you, it is good for you to testify. Amen. This morning, we want to welcome our sister Cynthia to come up and testify of the goodness of the Lord. We want to put your hands together and welcome Cynthia up front with a clap offering unto the Lord. Amen. A very great testimony that God rescued me from a terrible accident. This accident, I can say I could have been the one by now dead, or whatever I can say, I don't know what to say. I was my after the, the give thyself holy conference, I had the courage to stand up before people to minister to them, like share the word with them. That was my first time. I rose up, shared the word in the car. That was on a Thursday. The next morning, I decided to do the same thing again. But when I went there, someone was distracting me. And I told him that. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, the bus is a very big bus. Let's say this mini bus is. So there's always a seat behind the driver, directly behind the driver. Mostly, that's the place I sit. Because where I I light, I named the Lotto Kiosk. So, so when, I, when I'm at the back and I say, driver, I'm basically a Lotto Kiosk, so they tease me. But because of that, I sit closer to the driver and I say, driver, I'm basically a Lotto Kiosk, and he alights me there. So that day, when I got there, I had to sit at an uncomfortable place. So when I sat there, I was there when... One, uh, one guy came and said, oh, I gave the guy an assignment. So when he finished, I asked him, Charlie, where will you have my assignment now? And I said, I'm a way. And he told me that, Madam, Pachombesu was Apema. And I said, oh, it's Apema in Fanauti because I stayed there. And he came, oh, Mbesu was Apema, so my maintenance high. So I picked my bag from where I kept directly behind the driver. I picked the bag and I kept it behind him again. Another lady was okay and said, oh, why not? I said, when we saw Madam bag down. And I picked the bag, so Madam Tanahawa and I cry me back no mommy. So I was there, another lady by came and told me that Madam, so over Tanaho. I I said I'm a baby preaching, who problem there. He said, Now quada ben or any pastor, oh hi Adrian sir. So I was just there when when he said that I just became I said, No, a man can't be. So I was there, a still voice was telling me, Rise up and pray, rise up and pray. And I just got up and laid low and behold, a lady just said, Hallelujah. They were keeping quiet and I said, Oh, Hello, don't even mind. I'm coming to preach and I'm going to pray. So I just opened my mouth and said, Let us pray. They were distracting me. Oh, Madam, bet you, oh, Lord, fair amount. I didn't mind them. So I just I said, Let's close our eyes and pray. I said, The prayer was not even up to 30 seconds because I have to arrange the prayer, my preach, my everything, like 10 minutes because my workplace and where I live is 10 minutes right. So when I just got there, immediately we just crossed the police barrier. All I, when I said amen, all I could hear was the car went into a trailer. That was it. And what, what amazed me was, this was the coat I was wearing. The whole coat was full of broken bottles. And my dress was full of blood. So I thought I, had, I was wounded. When I turned, the guy that came to sit at my place. He, he, he was, he was no, his whole place here peeled off. 
and he was taken to the hospital. When we even tried picking him to a car, he said he won't sit in the car again. The next chair that the lady also came to take and held my back, her she too, she had a cut on her eye. The other one too was completely broken. So there were the three severe injuries we had. They were admitted at the hospital. So I just, the Lord just delivered me out of this. Hallelujah. Amen. That's one of the blessings of being a Lycos. You see, because she wanted to preach, she lost her seats. But God was delivering her from a terrible impact of an accident. I think that the Lycos message is a blessing. And God is still mighty delivering us. Hallelujah. Amen. Cynthia, thank you very much. We have one powerful testimony from our own Reverend Wallasi Jokoto. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, church. My testimony is about an encounter with an angel. If you recollect, a couple of weeks ago, we had a crusade at JT Park. Prior to the crusade, we were making preparation towards the crusade, going there, going to do video outreaches, dancing stars, dancing around. Then the day of the crusade, we arrived. An assemblyman of the area came around to announce his presence. He went and he brought a police pickup with policemen full of the car. In fact, when the crusade team saw it, I was the only senior reverend around, so they all hid behind me. <laughs> I said, Reverend, he has come. Here was I, the policeman, the assemblyman, my team behind me, and he said, look, because you don't have a permit, you can't have the crusade today. I was like, oh, but look at the preparation, the effort, the time, and amount of money that went through. Please allow us. There was this man with a very nice aura around him. Then he came to us. Then he called the assemblyman by the side. I don't know what he told him. The assemblyman came back very furious, but he was giving in, giving in and giving. And finally, he took the policeman with a pickup and he left. So I called Michael. Michael, at least let's say thank you to the man who came to intercede on our behalf. So he just passed here, rushed and called him. By the time he got outside, the man was nowhere to be found. Even as at that time, I still believe that it was a human being. So maybe the assemblyman knows the man. That's how when he spoke to him, he gave in. Then I was like, Michael, I think we have been visited by an angel. He said, I think so. The following day, we called the assembly. I said, the man who came to speak to you, do you know him? I said, I don't know him. Where is he coming from? We don't know. So we believe that we have been visited by an angel. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. I will not be surprised if angels are walking around, yeah. touching us yeah. in the name of Jesus. Wow, what a testimony. May we have encounters with angels. You may not see wings behind their backs, but that's why you have to be hospitable to strangers. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing, ladies and gentlemen. We have in our midst a pastor, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist. And when I say a prophet, one whose words God has confirmed with miracles, signs, and wonders. I was going through some pictures of a lady who had a goiter, and the goiter miraculously disappeared, literally. I mean, you can have the two pictures, one with the goiter and one without the goiter. I have the pictures on my phone, and it's also on, on, on the turning point facebook page that is the man of god who is about to preach to you god is ready hold on god is ready to confirm everywhere that he speaks with miracles with signs and with wonders it is up to you to open your heart open your mouth open your spirit and receive what the lord has for you put your hands together let us welcome bishop
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Church is looking very colorful. Wow. Ah, it's great. I think you should put your hands together for yourselves. Hallelujah. Right. Memory verse for today. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. I saw somebody saying, somebody was writing that Akipus or Achipus or whatever is going to be a problem. <laughs> it depends on which school you attended. It's either Akipus or Achipus. All right. So let's read it together. Ready, go. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received that in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Okay. Let's take it one more time. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. I think this one is quite simple, isn't it? Okay, so we can take it off the screen. All right. Okay, ready, go. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask, O oh God, that Holy Ghost, you will guide us into all truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Well, today I want us to move to chapter 4 of the book. We've dealt with chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. And those of you who've been coming for the midweek service, we've done chapter 5, chapter 8. Uh, we, we incorporated 9 and 10 in the 8. And then which other one have we done? Just these two. Right. So uh, we, are, we, are, we are going past chapter 10. So if you have been coming for this Sunday, you find that you only have just chapter 1 to chapter 3, but we have gone past, way past, and we are moving. Right. So chapter 4, and um, I believe that we all by now know who Elikos is. Amen. So, Elikos is who? A commonplace person? An ordinary person? An everyday person? A regular person? Average person? Uncertified person? So, these people, one of the things I realize is that every profession has a Lycos. Yeah. You can name it. The medical profession, you have lycosis, isn't it? Who are the lycosis in the medical profession? In terms of uh, doctors, yeah. and then even in terms of the pharmacy division, we have people who are, just like the way we train lay people, uh-huh, so physician assistants, you know, there's a group like that. Mm. In, even in terms of uh, delivery, like the way we have trained midwives, in the past we used to have what we call the TBAs, the traditional birth assistants, but they are even being phased out now mm. so yes in, in all the branches and then in the in pharmacy as well we have the medicine counter assistants mm. so just like you have a lay pastor so they are not specialists uh-huh. as in pharmacists no, but no. they know how yes, to also they know how to give to, you the to, drugs to, i mean yeah, yeah dispense whatever dispense the medication yeah. Yeah. which other profession masonry don't you have uh, like us photography yeah we have people who are specialists. They can really take a picture. When you look at the picture, you wonder that, hey, is it me that they have taken like that? It is you. But it's because it's a professional who is taking it. Sometimes you see that they have lights. All things around. One picture that we are going to take. But you and I, when we are taking the picture, we take our phone. Now you could be. It's, it's like, yeah, we, are, we have also taken some. Yeah, we are okay. Once we have taken and we can see the picture in the thing. These are Lycos photographers. Amen. And who else? Architects also have 
draftsmen. Yes, they, they are not professional, but they will draw something for you. You see. Driving. Driving to. We are, we, are, we are not professional drivers, but we are like us drivers. Okay, I hear you. It's powerful. So you will find out that every area, there is a Lycos. So why is it that in the ministry, we should not have a Lycos? We should also have a Lycos in the ministry. Yeah. When Bishop started this church many years ago as a medical student, somebody actually sent a message to him that, listen, concentrate on your medicine and do your medicine. And leave the ministry to us who are the called ones. Now, can you imagine what would have happened if Bishop had listened to that thing? Today, look at you here. Because Elikos decided that, no, me too, I will do the ministry work. Yeah. And today, the church is in over 70 or so countries. And we have about 2,800 branches all over the world. It's the work of somebody who started as a Lycos. And today, look at what we are. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. So, people who are ignorant, people who are unlearned, can also do the thing. When you read Acts chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible talks about Peter and Cole. And you all know them. These were fishermen about Eight of Jesus' disciples were fishermen. How do we know? Because the Bible says that when Jesus um, told the disciples to wait for him and they were there, Peter one day said that, Charlie, I go a fishing. And the Bible says that the others said, we go with thee. And about seven people followed him. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. So if seven people followed him into the boat on the sea, it's very likely that all the seven people are also fishermen. <laughs> By mathematical jangbeshin. Yeah. So, Bible says that they preached and they healed somebody who was sick. And when people saw it, Bible says in Acts 4.13, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant, in other words, they were like us, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. All the Lycos needs is to be with Jesus. Then he'll begin to do the things that Jesus is doing. Oh, I see you also doing the works of Jesus. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. I said, I see you doing the works of Jesus. Seven things you must know about the lay ministry. Number one, the lay ministry will greatly enhance the work of church planting. It will. It will. Bishop says here that one of the greatest keys to extensive church planting is the lay ministry. The lay ministry is the sacrifice of pastors and evangelists who labor without being paid for their services. The enormity of the work is such that without the strategy of the lay ministry, very few churches will be planted. Almost every ministry I know has ground to a halt because of mountain bells. And the high cost of maintaining staff. It is virtually impossible for the church to employ the people that are needed for the work of God. The lay ministry is not popular in some circles. In some cultures, everybody must be paid for his services. The organist must be paid. The guitarist must be paid. The sound controller must be paid. And the pastor constantly seeks a higher salary for his services. Hey! Can you imagine? We have 2,800 churches worldwide. Lighthouse Chapel. And more than 2,000 of these churches are pastored by lay pastors. Oh, Lycos. I think it's a, it's a blessing. Lycos is the heart of this church. If you take the Lycos out, you've killed the church. We, we cannot do without the Lycos. Now, can you imagine that all these over 2,000 pastors or Lycos are being paid by the church? Oh, my. I, 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 I can't think far. 
And each of these churches have instrumentalists. Hey, instrumentalists, come, come. All the instrumentalists, come. When we come, we hear them playing for us, and we sing, and we dance, and all that. These are all lycoses. Come, clap for them, lycoses. Wow, look at these guys. You do what? You play the keyboard. I play the keyboard. And you play the bass. Bass. And your voice is bass. <laughs> Drums. 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 Keyboard. Keyboard. Okay. Now, you see them. Young guys. They could be charging us for. Do, do we pay you anything for playing the keyboard? No, Bishop. How many times are you here in a week? Except Mondays, but I'm, I'm here almost every time. Look at that. Except for Mondays. He's here all the time. Yesterday, he had to play at a funeral. And he had come for all night. He played throughout the night. And he was very tired. In fact, he was not told that he was going to play. So he couldn't even, but he just arrived. He said, okay, if I have to play. He was there, seated. Seated, was playing. All these guys, they are there. Nobody is paying them for doing this work. Now, but can you imagine if we are to pay these guys? This guy, I don't know the way I look at him and he's in your body. I am sure he's going to charge us. How much? How much do you think that we should pay you if we're playing for us? Bishop, <laughs> Bishop, I can't think far. You shouldn't think far. You shouldn't think far. Because what Jesus did for you, he paid for your sin, you. And today you are standing here, the little you can do for him. Bible says it's your reasonable service. But God bless you. God will reward you. God will reward you. Clap for these guys. God bless you. Yeah, as he's been playing, he's gotten a beloved. So, dear friend, most of the ripening harvest fields are in what? Poor regions of the world. How will the poor people of the earth be reached in their poverty? Most of these people cannot pay for the services of good pastors. The ministry of unpaid pastors and evangelists is the key to continued church planting. Wow. It's too powerful. So, we need it. Otherwise... We cannot move on. We cannot. And these are just an example. There are more people who are doing the work of God and they are not paid for what they are doing. Number two, it is possible to combine secular work with ministry work. Tell somebody it is possible. Tell another person it's possible. Amen. In fact, you can also say it is compatible. Yes. Compatible. What's the meaning of compatible? They can go together. Simultaneously. They can complement each other. They can synergize each other. Hey! These pastors. So, it is possible to do it. This man here works at MTN, isn't it? Uh, you didn't think I was going to call you. Can I say, coming to sit here is easy. I'm wearing yellow too. MTN. I went to his office. He's, he's a technical person. I mean, Mercy. some machine that he's sitting in front. I don't know. Connecting you. So when you hear, you take the phone. This man is sitting there. He connects your call. And he can decide that your call will not go through. He's here. But he does the work. He combines the work. Yesterday I was officiating a funeral with him. I sent a message. I said, I need some people to come with me to a funeral. He said, Bishop, I'm with you. He's doing, he's working. He's very busy. Yeah. Very busy. All these people here. This man here, he's an international man. Please, Pastor Eric. 
I've known this man for about 40 years or more, even more than that. He travels all over the world. There's nowhere in the world he hasn't been to. Very busy. But he's also doing the work of God. He's also doing it. It is possible. Tell somebody it is possible. Yeah. All these people you see here, they are not people who don't have anything to do. At all. They are all working, yeah. but they are able to combine it. It is possible. They are not people who are free. You say, oh, but pastor, there are some people, uh, maybe they haven't gone to school far. That's why. Don't bring yourself. People have gone to school far. Uh, where is Mavis? Yesterday she graduated from something. She had a, a bachelor's degree in something, something, something. She is standing here. Just yesterday, she graduated. Yeah. Oh, you clap. You thought that the people were not people who go to school. She has gone to school. She has studied. She's here. Uh, this man here, he's a, he's a lecturer. What, what, what are you, Graham? I'm into information security and computer forensics. Wow. <laughs> information security and what? Computer forensics. He has gone to school. He has done so many things. But look at him. He's always doing the work. It is possible. Hey, where is Jane? You two, you have done what? Masters, isn't it? Masters in something. I don't know. But you see this small girl standing there. She has done her masters as she's standing there. Yeah. As you see these people... You would think that they are just some riffraffs or whatever who are just in the church. She has done master, but she's always standing here singing, singing. Everybody is busy doing something, but we are able to combine it. Oh. Tell somebody, Charlie, it is possible. It is possible. We can do it. Eh? You know, one time we were having a meeting with Bishop Dag. And as we met, Bishop was talking about how we have to do the work and encouraging us. Then one lady got up. I mean, she's not married and all. So she was one of our lady pastors. And then she said, yeah, I think what Bishop is saying is something very important. We have to take it seriously and all that. Then another person got up and said, oh, it's because you are not married. You don't have a child. That's why. It was really below the belt. It was really below the belt. It was... You know, and Bishop was not happy with that statement. And the fact that, and let me tell you something. Who says that those who are married and those who have children also don't do the work? They are doing it. Why is Liza? Me, I have people in the church. People, where she, upstairs, she's holding her baby. Look at her up there. She brought her child to the camp meeting. We were doing pastors of thousands. The baby too was there. The baby is now a pastor of thousands. Baby of thousands. <laughs> this morning she had a prayer meeting early in the morning. She arrived with her baby, holding the baby and praying at the prayer meeting. Praying. It is possible. Ah, you cannot give us those excuses that you are giving to us. It is possible. Say, because you are not married. Everybody here is married. Everybody is married. Married and overmarried. <laughs> with children who well, are with them, they are. But they are doing the work. They are doing the work. Ask chapter 18. Ah. And they're preaching here, me, the pan time, no coffin. Enjoy the preaching. Ask chapter 18, verse 1. Okay, somebody read for us. Ask chapter 18 from verse 1. Yes these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome and came unto them, verse 3, and because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought, 
For by their occupation, they were tent makers. Because they were of the same work. Craft. Craft. Profession. Profession. He wrought with them. He he worked with them. He was flowing with them. It's like if you have come to Ghana and you are into spare parts, you just have to locate Kokompe or Abosokai and you wrought with them. Maybe you have come here from somewhere you are from uh, Koforidia, you have come to Accra, and you are a tailor. You just have to go to Opera Square. You see that the people are there at the Opera Square. Or those who say electric house, what do you call them? They are all there at the Opera Square. And what else? There are, there are things that people sell. What? Books. They have places where they sell them. Even foes. Do you know foes? Bend down boutique. When you loan, high. If you need them, there's a place where they are. So Paul arrived at the place. He was also a tent maker. So he located the place where the tent makers were, and he also went there to help work there. It is possible. So the Bible says that he wrought with them, the people of the same craft. But I like it. But verse 4, look at what the Bible says in verse 4. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath. So he will go on the weekday to go and rot with the people, do the work, and then on the Sabbath, he will come and reason with the people. For, oh, I don't know why you're not excited about it. So this man will go to MTN, Route MTN things during the week. Saturday, he will be at the Basel meeting. He will be engaged. He will be reasoning. You can route work during the week. Then the Sabbath, come and do, maybe you go and do Basel work. Sunday, you are in church doing something. It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. Bishop says, I combine being a medical student with ministry. I know many people who are effectively ministering the word of God and continuing in their professions. Number three. The best New Testament example of a lay pastor is Apostle Paul. And the best Old Testament example is a prophet Daniel. I've just shared with you about Apostle Paul. But the prophet Daniel in the Old Testament was also somebody who was very busy. He was part of different regimes. Eh? Three jobs he had in different, uh, uh, what do you call it? Government, whatever. Member of parliament. He said, first one, he says that he was a member of parliament for the Babylonian province. Member of parliament, MP. Honorable. MPs can also do the work of God. It's possible. Then, Daniel chapter 2, verse 48. Then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him a ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the government over all the wise men of Babylon. Secondly, he was the second vice president to Belshazzar. Wow. Then commanded Belshazzar and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. Third ruler means that he's like speaker of parliament, isn't it? Because the president, the vice president, and the speaker of parliament. Third ruler. That was Daniel. Imagine our speaker of parliament in the church doing follow-up. Or it's a basso leader. <laughs> and then also, he was the prime minister during the rule of Darius. Daniel 6, 1 and 2 says that it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom, and over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first. 
that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. This was Daniel. He was a prophet doing the work of God and all that, but still, I don't know of any greater prophet than Daniel. This was somebody who saw Jesus. Jesus was standing by him in Daniel chapter 10. And an angel appeared to him. He is somebody who prayed. And the prince of Persia withstood the angel that was bringing the prayer. The answer to the prayer. Hey. And even Daniel made time to pray. Bible says he prayed three times a day. <laughs> and those of us who are not even employed, we can't pray once. But as Daniel. He made time. Listen, if you are too busy to work for God, you are too busy. Place is quiet. If you are too busy to work for God, tell somebody if you are too busy to work for God, you are too busy. Yeah. Because Daniel has showed us that it is possible. Wow. Number four. <laughs> sometimes it is the will of God for you to be a volunteer. And sometimes it is the will of God for you to be in full-time ministry. Yeah. There was a time I was a lay pastor. And that was the will of God for me at the time. And it's always good for you to know what the will of God is for you at any time. And I knew that was the will of God for me. But I remember clearly, 31st night, year 2000, as I finished preaching in my church, Abeka, then I told the people, everybody turn to your neighbor and speak something into the person's life for the coming year. I remember very well, 31st night. Then I heard a voice clearly in my ear. You are going into full time next year. Yeah. I heard it clearly. So my wife was the one I turned to to prophesy to her. But when I turned to her, what I said was that I am going into full time next year. That was what I said. I remember clearly. All my wife, am I lying? Yeah. Exactly February. Bishop called me. When you read the book on sacrifice. My story is in that book. Wow. The, the books you see, the stories you see, they are all true stories. Yeah. Bishop said, the Lord showed me a vision of you. He said, you have to come full time. I said, Bishop, he has told me already. I just came. I just came. But I used to be, I used to work with a company, Ernst & Young. So working as a marketing person there. No, they were paying me very well. I was doing very well. But the Lord said, now the will of me for you is that going to full time. There's always a time. That's why even if you are a lay pastor, also be flexible because you may never know when God will call you to come. But it is also the will of God that you should be in the lay ministry. It is also the will of God. So nobody should stop you from being the lay person that you are because it is also the will of God. It's also the will of God. Oh. Paul said, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer. Need. You must be able to be full and be abound. There are some people, they can't have an empty stomach. They have to eat. By all means, you have to eat. And when they are eating to they heap the food. Who are that old mountain? <laughs> Lay pastors and volunteers will become prominent in the last days. As it's becoming more and more difficult even to go into countries, we need to become lay. Places like Brazil, Colombia, and all that. You can't just enter there. You have to be doing something. You have to be a student or something. Our pastor who started the Geneva Church, Apostle Robert, he was, he was a pharmacist, but he had to go there to be a student. He was studying French. But he, he managed to do that, to be in the country, to do the church work. Yeah. Our pastors in Brazil, medical, this thing, they have to do something. They are all there. They are all there. It is going to become very popular. Oh, lay people, I think that you are in the right thing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow. Number six, Paul practiced the lay ministry so that others will follow his good example. We need good examples. There are too many bad examples in the system. Too many bad examples. 
That is why when I was reading, the Lord said, There are too many bad examples. That's why I need a lot of good examples. Guys, if you are doing it, you are a good example to some people. Please, let's do it. Let's give ourselves to it. Let's give ourselves. And finally, hallelujah. Lay pastors and volunteers can be just as fruitful as full time ministers. Stand to your feet. Oh, yes. Oh, just lift up your hands and talk to God. Just a minute, talk to God. Tell the Lord, I want to work for you. I want to work for you. Mm. Oh, my lifetime, I will give God my lifetime. Oh, my lifetime, I will give. God, my life. Oh, if I give God my life, oh, He will take care of me. Oh, He will never ever let me die. I. If I give God my lifetime, if I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. He will take care of me. Oh, He will Oh, yes. I will give God my Lift up your voice. Just pray in a minute. Tell the Lord, I give you my life. I give you everything. I want to serve you. I want to work for you. Pray that as a light goes, as a lay person, an ordinary person, you can also work for God. You can also do something for God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Let there be more lay people. Who are rising up to do the work, to serve you, to walk with you, to do your will. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord, we will work for you. We will work for you. We will work for you. We will give our all to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let there be more people working for you, Lord. Oh, if I give God He will take care of me If you give God your lifetime, He will take care of you. Tell Him He will never ever let you down. So give God your lifetime. Tell another person if you give God your lifetime. Take care of you. He will take care of you. He will never, he will never, never let you die. So give God your life. Oh, yes. I have made up my mind to serve him. Whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. Some of us may have to travel whatever it is. 
do it for the Lord. Hallelujah. Today with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're not born again, you're not saved, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. But that's where it begins. That you surrender your heart to him. You give God your lifetime. Tell the Lord, I want to save you with all my life. Today, if you are here like that, you want to be born again. You want to be saved. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. You don't even understand when we say be born again. It's a sign that you need to be born again. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Let it, let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Today is a good day to surrender your heart to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. You want to be born again at the back. I see your hands. God bless you. You want to be saved today. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat. Come to me, my brother. My brother at the back. Come all the way. Clap for the master. Come. Come to Jesus. He will take care of me. Oh, ushers, help them to come to the front. Oh, he will never, ever Keep loving for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come, my dear. Come. If you give God your lifetime, clap for them as they come. God bless you. My sister, come. Come, clap for them as they come. He will God bless you. So, so give God your lifetime. Those of you in front, lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I will serve you for the rest of my days thank you Jesus for saving me Amen hallelujah god bless you hallelujah you may please take your seats amen wow are you glad you came to church wonderful we believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the kodesh lighthouse chapel international for further inquiries please call 030-7010-444 that's 030-7010-444 god richly bless you